You're listening to Clone Dance Party, Season 1, Episode 9, Unconscious Selection. Sarah learns more about her origin, Cosima learns the truth about Delphine, and Dr. Leakey tries to make peace with Sarah. I'm Bob. I'm Liz. I'm Lynette. I'm Janice. I'm Ashley. Well, hey, Ashley. Ashley. Yo, Ashley, what's up? <laughs> Hello. So, we ask our first-time guests about how they started watching Orphan Black, how much of it you've seen, and if you have any other podcasts you want to mention. I started watching Orphan Black, it was after the first season was over. Yeah, it was right after the first season was over, and I was, you know, obsessed with Tumblr, and that's all I kept seeing on my dashboard. So, one thing in particular that, you know, caught my eye was, it was a gym set of Sarah, Beth, Sarah as Beth, Allison, Kasima, Helena, Katya, Sarah as Katya, and stuff like that, etc. So, you know, in my head, I didn't realize, I had no idea what the show was about. So all I knew, I was thinking, like, maybe everyone was, there was a bunch of women, like, impersonating each other and stuff like that. And I had no idea it was all the same actress. So one day I was on, on the man and I saw the the name Orphan Black and all the um, all the first season was up there. So I just, I sat on my couch and binged it and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a story you've heard pretty often. Yeah, Tumblr is how I came to Orphan Black too. Yeah, I had no idea it was about clones. So when Beth turned around, I was like, what in the world am I watching? <laughs> Detective Kate Beckett, NYPD. Richard Castle, just NY. I'm Heidi. And I'm John. Where were you between 9 and 10 last night? Recording CastleCast. A podcast for ABC's Castle. We cover all the latest Castle news. And we recap and discuss the latest Castle episode. Then we find out what our listeners have to say. And there are spoilers. I think we're done here. Don't leave town. Okay, so Lynette, you're the newbie. What did you think of this episode? It was pretty good. <laughs> it was uh, it was really great. I think that it kind of, for me, it really clarifies something I've been thinking about Kira all along. Um, she's, you know, really connected to Helena more than she is Sarah. And then, you know, surprise mommy shows up. That helps a lot. That explains a lot. Explains the hair thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, doesn't it? And, and I saw a side of Cosima that was really not very nice. And it was like, wow, girl, you're a mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know what Elaine, you're talking oh, about. I was it. like, oh my God, that was so mean. <laughs> I love yeah. that scene. You know, I've never been with a woman before. Yeah, it showed. I know, mm. wasn't it great? I was like, oh my God, oh, tear down. <laughs> it was a fist pump moment for me. Because- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she did really have some idea that Delphine could probably be her monitor. Well, she did know, and she told Delphine that, but she's, I don't know what, how she explained away. She was, she said, I thought you maybe you were still on my side, and then, you know, then she proceeded to tear Delphine completely apart. <laughs> Words could kill, I guess, huh? Oh, oh my goodness. She thought that because they were intimate, her, Delphine's loyalties were with Cosima as opposed to Leaky, and that's what hurt her. Yeah. She made that assumption, and that was her first mistake. Right. She knows better. She's a scientist. She owned up to, like, that mistake. You know, she felt like she knew she felt stupid. Because mm-hmm. she said herself, you know, I feel so stupid, you know, thinking you were on my side, because I knew that you were my monitor, and yet I let you in anyway. Lynette, what did you make of Kira's quick recovery? 
I, that's what I'm talking about. This is a suspicion I've had about her and Helena that they have some kind of super extra healing properties. And yeah, that's what I, it showed me is like, cause, you know, I think that that kid probably should have been dead the way they were talking. And she's like, overnight, she's okay. That was, you know, and the doctors are like, look at this. There's nothing wrong with her. Wow. So, so they got superpowers. Do you think it's just Kira and Helena or? I think they each have a superpower. It's maybe not that kind of for them, but you know, each, they might each have a, you know, underlying superpower of some type. That coding thing was very odd too, so. I think it would be hard for Helena to have any trait that wouldn't also apply to Sarah. Yeah. 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 True. Very true. And uh, this thing about Kira's healing also came up in the feedback. I think Nutty wrote something about it. And yeah, I, Nutty had lots to say. Yeah. And. <laughs> I suggested what I thought was the obvious answer, which was that Cure was a slayer. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. That, that does make the most sense. That does make the most sense. Awesome. So she's a slayer and the rest of them are the slayerettes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slayerette. Ask me how. Or just potential. I'm not even a watcher. <laughs> <laughs> and we wound up with another clone this episode. Okay, did we officially, because we never really saw her face, Bob? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's talking like we saw her face and we know exactly who she is, but... You when... kind of see it in the reflection of the glass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I remember when I first watched, I, I kind of thought, but I wasn't positive. Like, I thought it was going to be someone who looked like the girls, but was their actual mother, not, like, original. surrogate. Yeah, not, no not necessarily the original, but, like... Their genetic female half. The only speculation I've seen on her was a, of age, you know, could that somehow be their mother or something? Ooh, curiouser and curiouser. Yeah, because I assume the original will probably be someone much older than the other girl. That's possible. Right. It's possible. I mean, if there is an original. Right. Like, this very, very easily could be genetics of a ovum and a sperm that were never created before. It's very and possible. They, and they just picked the optimal ovum donor and the optimal sperm donor. And once it started developing, immediately started cloning it. Yeah, but I would think they'd want to run a prototype first just to make well, sure it worked. Who, who says our girls aren't the prototype? Well, that's true. Actually, yeah, you're right. They may have to make quite a few of them. They, they always do make more than one prototype. So that's that's how I always figured it. So that's why I thought the person we saw with that haircut in the in the reflection was like the maternal was the ovum essentially where like for lack of a better option because we haven't seen any other men like leaky would have been the sperm donor so leaky would have been the male half and then we would have had this female half uh okay who the girls aren't cloned from but is their genetic mother and they also have a genetic father like does that does that make sense yeah i get it okay they're the literal creators of their dna yeah yeah that's it uh okay well, Janice, what do you think? Because you probably have one of the few healthy voices here. <laughs> About the mysterious woman? Yeah, or anything or else. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about that. I mean, the first question I have is much less deep, and that is, does anyone think Allison should have disguised herself a little better when she came to the hospital? Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I thought about that. She looked like... She looked was, exactly like Sarah, know. you know, like... I know. Right. I was like so surprised to see her standing there going like, well, that's really out in the open. <laughs> mm. 
Well, yeah, but like Allison was saying, she felt that that was her daughter too, and she was with them when it happened. Um, and I think in that moment, no one was thinking we have this clone issue to deal with. I think everybody was thinking my daughter, my granddaughter, my niece. Ooh, okay. And so I just, at that point, it very easily could have just been twins. Like no one in that hospital knew. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it very easily could have just been twin sisters. Right. Yeah. No, the only potential problem could have been like if Art was following them or something. Right. Yeah. Or DeAngelis, that cow. <laughs> God. Oh, you, you guys, I don't understand the DeAngelis hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really Can I don't. make a confession? I actually like DeAngelis. Yay. <laughs> well, I mean, I if that's how like you her. choose to live your life, Ashley, then I mean, that's up to you. <laughs> well, she enjoyed that, didn't she? <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. I thought it might be harder than finding someone that liked Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can't really dislike a bagel. (laughs) (laughs) Not even toasted. (laughs) Not even toasted. No, untoasted, cream cheeseless bagel. No raisins, no cinnamon. No, just plain, plain white bagel. (sighs) Well, as usual with me, I absolutely love the Felix Allison stuff in this. Uh, episode. Oh, right? It was so perfect. Felix loves having more sisters. (laughs) Well, one of my favorite things was, you know, he he left Allison alone in his apartment, and Allison (laughs) goes to clean it up. Oh, yeah, that was was wonderful. And her her horrified look when she was cleaning the toilet. The toilet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then Felix's horrified look when he comes home and realizes what she's done. Right. Where's where's my your drug paraphernalia is in a drawer and so is the <clears throat> oh, paraphernalia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was by your bed. Oh. What the hell? Simple thank you would suffice. So Kira's gonna be okay? Yes, miraculous recovery. Okay. Uh where's my um, Oh, bed? your drug paraphernalia is in a drawer. So is the paraphernalia that was by your bed. She washed that too. Felix I suppose rea- she washed it or something like that. <laughs> Felix's reaction to coming home to like his whole place is clean. It used to be my reaction when like when I was like a teenager, I come home and my mom just like cleaned my home room. It was like, what did you do? Like, why did you do that? Like, now I know where nothing is. Yeah, my mom stopped cleaning my room when I was like four, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that actually that really made me connect to Allison. Uh, because she was nervous and uncomfortable and fidgety. And when I get like that, I clean. Like, I can always tell if I'm about to have a really big panic attack with no, like, set trigger. Because I will just, like, scrub my house. Like, it'll be spick and span. I was a very odd child. My mother never cleaned my room. I was very weird about my, my room. <laughs> I oh, no, my, my, room was, my room was always a mess. Yeah, not mine. Well, when I was really young, yeah. But as soon as I figured it out, I was pretty pretty OCD about my room. <laughs> oh no, my room is was always a mess. My parents would yell at me and I would be like, I don't care if it's dirty. If you care that it's dirty, clean it up or don't push the door open. <laughs> like, me too. <laughs> that really pissed my dad off that that was a good argument. <laughs> and then the other Felix Allison thing was their, their get together at the intervention. What, 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 what's going on? What is this? We're gathered in a spirit of, of love and understanding. Please, join us. An intervention? Oh, yeah. yeah. I only want to talk to Felix. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that look on his face, like... Yes, yeah. Yeah, later yeah. bitches. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, that's right. She loves me the most. Yeah. I'm her favorite. And then Allison completely tearing Ainsley a new one. (laughs) And I thank you for scrutinizing every detail of my life since the day I moved into this fishbowl. You have pried and snooped and gossiped about me like I was your own personal laboratory subject. How would you like it if I turned your life inside out? If I told all these people that Chad, your husband, slept with the spin class instructor long before me, well, maybe he acts that way because you blew the roofer at the cabin! Like, Ainsley, I know this is you. Gossiping about me behind my back. back. Talking about me in this little fishbowl since we moved in. What do you think about Allison was probably the same way with other people? Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think Allison has grown so much since we've met her. And I think part of it is just the clones in general, but I think also part of it is having Sarah directly in her life. Because Cosima was always a phone call. Mm -hmm. And Sarah is like in her house. She's brought her Felix. She's met Kira. Well, she'd she'd met Beth, but she said she really didn't know her very well. Right. She knows Sarah. She knows Felix. She's impersonated Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like she has been Sarah and pretty much fooled Sarah's mom. Trust me, Sarah's no stretch. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, But yeah, so like I think Allison has just grown so much and like matured a ton and sees life a lot differently than she did when she at the beginning of the show or who she was before all the clone stuff happened. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think all the clones have had positive influences on each other. Yes. Since the beginning. Maybe with the exception of Cosima and Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, they have, I have to say, them, like, clone relationship-wise, I have to say them two are probably my favorite. Oh, those two are hilarious. Yeah, I love them too. Yeah, I'd say Cosima seemed to be pretty together at the beginning of all this. And, you know, now maybe not so much in this episode. Yeah, she's definitely... Well, if she had only listened to Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love how Sarah still, even though they had that fight, I think the episode before, Sarah still calls her, to, you know, about Kira. Yep. Well, I mean, is that because she wants to keep, or does she want to keep Cosima in the loop for, for Cosima's feelings or because, or for scientific reasons? Just, well, just to play devil's advocate and, and not, uh, you know, not that it's Sarah cares about Cosima. Well, since Sarah is refusing to give Cosima any blood or tissue of herself or Kira, it wasn't about science. Okay. At least, I mean, that's the, that's the way I see it. Like, if she's not willing to give her blood or anything for the science, then she wasn't calling Kasima about the science. She was calling Kasima to let her know that her niece or thing <laughs> was fought. I, I don't know. I mean, they're not technically sisters, but she's not. I mean, Kasima's and Allison and Helena and anybody else. They're not Kira's mom, but they're not Sarah's sister. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I don't know what the title would be here, but I think it was to let her know that the tiny human was okay. Yeah. I think Kira, did Kira refer to Allison as Auntie Allison before? Yeah, because Allison was like, I'm your auntie. It's the easiest way to explain this. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if ever, any of the kids will ever find out about I mean, the uh, Oscar and Gemma? Yeah. You know their names. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't? No. <laughs> Those two actors are actually siblings in real life. And they've done other work together. Yeah. Well, they would have to be. I yeah. mean, you don't just you don't just happen upon two kids that look that much alike. But they're gonna. Hopefully, we're gonna get more into their story eventually too. So, I mean, 
we managed to get through it with Dexter. I'm sure that there'll be something good. So did anyone else really enjoy the look on Siobhan's face when Paul came over? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) She definitely approved of him. Yeah, that was was like, that was such a mom. Oh, my God. I did not expect your boyfriend to be so hot. Look. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mrs. S, this is Paul. Pleasure. Paul. She knows everything. Well, not everything. Clearly. Apparently, I don't know everything. Yeah, that that was one of two things I liked. I liked the she knows everything. Well, clearly, I don't. Yeah, and, and I also liked her having the the shotgun. The here. shotgun, yes, 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 yeah. Are you sure you're gonna be okay with Kara? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. All right, Mrs. S. <laughs> I bet she has fantastic aim. <laughs> and she, she did say before that she um, if they had the up and leave, she'll burn the whole place down. Just need be. Yeah, yeah, and su- and suddenly that seems slightly more literal now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she's a, a radical activist, so I, you know I'm sure she's been around the block a few times. Not to mention her contact Carlton um, had to go to jail, so who knows what she got mixed up with him before? Yeah. Right. Oh, just had something to think about come in. Matt just sent us some feedback, which I'll read at the end. But he said, "So clone dance partiers." Why do you believe Delphine says Cosima is in danger? I want, nay, demand theories. Hmm. Demand all you want, dragster. No, I'm kidding. Because um. <laughs> I, I think Cosima asked her, she, um, like, do you know what I'm in danger of? And she like, and Delphine didn't say anything. She doesn't know, yeah. She just believed in yeah. everything we said. Like, oh, Cosima's in danger. Oh, I gotta say Cosima. She didn't even bother to ask how she's in danger. Yeah. Right. Delphine Cormier, not Barrow. You've already got your doctorate in immunology, don't you? I am so sorry. I'm so stupid. No, no. No, you're not. You knew this all along. Yeah, that transcript you you accidentally left behind. Your fake boyfriend and parents. Pretending you didn't know who Dr. Leakey was. I knew it was bullshit. I still thought you were on my side. I wanted to trust you. You can trust me. You told Leaky. I know these girls. I had to look at me. He says you're in danger. Of what? You don't know, do you? My first thoughts when I watched it originally were, um, obviously the crazy bitch that's killing everybody. (laughs) And also, did anybody else notice that Kasima's voice sounded a little froggy? Um, I think she get sick. Oh. I think Tatiana was sick. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. As long as Kasim is not getting sick. I think it was this episode. All Colin's voices sounded slightly off. Oh, okay. Because well, my, my, right, my hearing's a little screwed up right now what with all the mucus in my face. I think it was last week or the week before Lynette noticed that their lips were all dr- cracked and dry. And I noticed yeah. that in this episode yeah. this time. Yeah. yeah. She must be running on some kind of flu thing or something. Or apparently they don't have chapstick in Canada. Or apparently not. <laughs> Or they just utilize it to make it look good, so... Oh, well, I mean, Canada in the winter, it's not surprising there are some sniffles. True. So, I have a question about Leaky. So, Leaky knew everybody's names, and all of the clones have some sort of synthetic barcode, I think is what Cosima was calling it. Over 4,000 base pairs from each sample, sequenced and analyzed. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, what, is, what did you find? No markers for respiratory disease. Mm-hmm. 
This sequence is anomalous for cytochrome C, and then this piece is distinct in each sample. Mm-hmm. So Leaky has pretty much watched all of them through their monitors, known where they were placed, except for he said Helena. She was his white whale. I've searched for the lost clone Helena for years. She's my white whale, Paul. Because no, she was I thought he said Sarah was his white whale. No, it's Helena. Heard, no, it's yeah, Helena. Helena. Yeah. So he knew about Helena. Yeah, yeah, he knew he knew about Helena and he knew she was the one killing everybody. I don't yeah, I don't think he knew about Sarah. Right. Ma- I think that's Ma- why he was so caught off guard when he heard her name. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he knew about Sarah until Delphine told him. Yeah. It was probably only supposed to be one child instead of two. Correct. So Sarah is an unknown is a completely unknown variable. So okay, that was my question was did he know also about Sarah and had lost her or did he just not know about her? Because he knew about Helena and had lost her. So did he also know about Sarah, but lost her because she was an orphan in the black? Or did he just not know about her at all? She was in this. Well, she was in the state. I mean, that's a lot easier to find than some church in the Ukraine. Yeah, I don't think he knew because I I think he was just assuming it was one kid and Amelia took off when she realized something was up. Right. Right. From his tone of voice with Delphine, I don't think he knew. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems weird that he wouldn't know. How would you not know? I mean, with the kind of probably care that they were, you know, how much they were watching over the surrogates, how would he not know that there weren't two two fetuses? That's a really good point. How would they not know there were two fetuses unless she took off very early in the pregnancy? I'm, that would be impossible not to know, I would think. Yeah, well, first, I think. Go ahead, Dennis. I mean, the way you would have two fetuses is either A, one of these clone ovums like divided, which I guess make, could make sense. I mean, I don't know if that really makes sense, but I suppose for, you know, in the storyline, it would make sense. That would explain the Helena Sarah connection a little bit better. Or they would have plant, knowingly planted a couple of, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing, but fertilized eggs and knew and expect, only expected one to survive or something. Well, yeah, yeah, but then there would be more cases of double birth because right. of IVF. Yes. Yeah, right. like that's actually eight. really common. Right. So I would think with Sarah and Helena, they were they're identical. They're split. Okay. Which is why, and I finally got to have this conversation with Nutty, which is why Helena has re- reminded so many of you of someone random. Helena has always reminded you of Sarah. This is finally the episode I get to talk about this. <laughs> Yeah. I've been holding on to this since episode two. <laughs> Helena has so many gestures. Her tone is the same frequency as Sarah, where everybody else, their voices are a completely different pitch. She holds her eyes the same way. She holds her lips the same way. When on this rewatch, when I was taking notes and Helena first came on the screen, I was like, oh my God, they are so twins. And like my notes for that episode were taken up with, Helena does that just like Sarah. And Helena and Sarah do this, this, and then I like had to cut everything out because I realized no one knows they're twins yet. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a scene, well, two scenes that um, I had noticed on a rewatch. When Sarah first shows up to Beth's house, there's three things that she does. First, she goes into the bedroom and bounces on the bed. Then she goes to the closet and messes with the clothes. Then she goes down to the refrigerator and takes something out, which is a beer. Now, when Helena shows up to Beth's house, she goes into the bedroom, bounces on the bed, goes to the closet, sniffing the clothes, and then goes into the refrigerator and steals food. Ah, 
funny. Ashley, my dear, you are a genius. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't write it, so <laughs> just got uh, it. But no, you it. noticed it, and I've been looking for shit like that, and I miss it. <laughs> and I also love how both Sarah and Kira have asked Helena, and this is in the past episodes, when they confront face-to-face with Helena, they ask Helena, what happened to you? And she right. doesn't really respond. And they both, I like how both Sarah and Kira both ask Helena the same question. So I feel like there's a connection with all three of these characters. I totally agree. Did we answer Matt's question? What was the question again? <laughs> yeah. About Delphine saying that Cosima was in danger and, you know, why she oh. would be saying that, how much she knows. Oh, okay. Sorry. But, again, cold right. meds. We switched topics and I forgot. Oh. It just seems like that's something Leaky told her, you know. And was she saying specifically Cosima was in danger or that all of them might be in danger? The impression I got from the scene was that they were all in danger, that that's what Leaky had told Delphine. And to me, the thing that makes the most sense is that someone was after them. I mean, there there are a couple of things. It could be that someone's after them. It could be that there's a possibility that they're sick. And I guess either would either would work with Delphine, but I, the impression I got was that it was this All physical, them, yeah. well, this physical thing that, that that Helena was after them that would frighten her the most. Yeah, the sick is also a possibility because we've already seen Katya be sick and not know why, and she was going to Cosima for help and trying to figure out why. Right. Mm-hmm. And we found, yeah, this episode, we found out that Cosima is talking to Scott, saying that she's doing a comparison of the two DNAs. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the, the illness, she told Sarah that, you know, just want to see if the illness is genetic. Right. And then Scott comes back and says there's no genetic marker for respiratory illness. Yeah. And on the side note, isn't it nice that Scott has a name now so we don't have to dance around that either? <laughs> yeah. He's now not creepy virgin guy, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, he still is that, but we can just actually use his name. <laughs> like when he was all giggly because Hot Delphine was in there, uh, and he was kiss. Yeah. and he was imagining hot lesbian action, and then it happened, and he was just like, "Oh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah, <laughs> so you're gay, okay, yeah, Scott." It would be interesting if Scott would ever be into the you know, in the know, because he clearly is very helpful by finding, you know, the barcode in their DNA. Yeah. They clearly need help, more helpful people. Yeah, and Cosima can't really fool him totally. I mean, yeah. he knows that she's looking for more than she's told him. Yeah. Right. So we got a name for Tomas and his group, the Prolethians. Prolethians, is that right? Yes. yes. Evil Thomas and his jerkiness. I did what I was told. I... Use Sarah to get to the others. Then where are the others? Why is Sarah still alive? That man, Olivier, I took off his beast tail for you. Yes, to get Dr. Leakey's attention. That child will be valuable to them. And I love when um, Leakey tells that to Sarah, and Sarah says, oh yeah, like Neolutionists are so much better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two different extremes on the opposite end. Mm-hmm. So what do we think of the name Prolethean? Do we think it has any meaning or? Well, Prolethean, that's pro- something. They're Prolethean, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> I probably should have researched that, actually. <laughs> like, what does Lethean mean? What is Lethean? Do we know how it's spelled? P-R-O-L-E-T-H-E-A-N. 
Everybody's looking, aren't they? Okay, classical, <laughs> yeah, we are. classical mythology, a river in Hades whose water caused forgetfulness of the past and those who drank of it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I guess it's appropriate for brainwashing. Yeah. 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 That's creepy. Oh, okay, uh, there's a Star Trek reference, a telepathic species. Lethians are feared and respected as mercenaries throughout the Alpha Quadrant. Oh, you are finding so much better information than I am. Yeah, me too. So, oh, Lethian lyrics? That doesn't really, I mean, does that really help? They want no, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking of something else. And so I just, I'm not finding what I was thinking of. Okay. I was just so annoyed that Tomas is still alive by the end of this episode. I know what you are. Yeah, I'm the one with the keys. Maybe I'll give them to Dr. Lakey. I know it. He's in a cage, and that makes me happy. I, I hadn't remembered just how much I couldn't stand him. They should have just killed him because he's just going to come back and cause trouble. Yep. Sarah's not really a killer, though. Because I feel, this is the second time that Sarah's had a gun to Helena's head, knowing Helena is a danger to everyone and couldn't pull the trigger. And, and Helena didn't even fight her on it. Second time that's happened. Well, considering how much I like Helena, I'm just as happy with that. <laughs> but yeah, it is strange. You think it's strange that she didn't couldn't pull the trigger? Yes, particularly after her blaming Helena for Kira's accident. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's already told she already told Siobhan when she looks at Helena she sees herself. Which is Helena's problem with when she couldn't kill Sarah. Because Sarah was always a person to her and not just a thing or an it. And now, especially since she had the moment with Kira, uh, with Kira they're all people now. Yeah, and, and Kira's not blaming Helena for the accident. It wasn't Helena's fault. What? I went outside to play with her. she tell you to say this? No. She's dangerous. She's sick in the head and it makes her want to hurt us. She just needs your help. I'm sorry, Kira. I don't think anybody can help Elena now. Right. And so Sarah can't kill Helena, A, because she sees herself. She looks at Helena and sees her eyes, her facial expressions. She She's always seen Helena as a person and not just a thing. But now she can't go back to Kira and say, Auntie Helena is dead. Right, and I killed her. Yeah, yeah she I, can't. She can't do that. No. I, yeah, I get all that. I just don't know why they left Thomas alive. Because he is in a cage, and if he were dead, then we wouldn't have a plot twist. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Sarah said that she was gonna. She told Thomas that she was gonna get the keys to Leaky for Leaky to deal with him, but she never needed oh. Leaky. Oh, okay. Well, you're good. I missed that too. <laughs> oh, I caught both of those things. I just didn't connect to them. I would really like to see her turn him over to Leaky. Yeah. That would be good. He's just slimy. We learned more about Maggie Chen as well, that she was actually Prolethean first before she infiltrated Dyad and not the other way around. Right. Mm -hmm. She was a Prolethean spy. Wow. And she was the one who found Helena. Cool. Lots of information this one, huh? How much of what Leaky was saying to Sarah did in... That meeting, did you believe, or do you think there's something really more sinister behind it? Helena. A common enemy, obviously. Olivier said she mentioned Tomas. Who's that? Great question, and one I can answer. 
Tomas opposes us. Yeah, science in general. They're religious extremists. Prolethians. They call themselves. Right, neolutionists is way better. Years ago, one of their agents infiltrated our project. Maggie Chen. The woman best shot. Yes. She and Tomas found Helena in a convent, then trained a clone to kill clones. Brilliant, really. That's brilliant. Oh, totally more sinister. I believe shit that man says. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't believe anything he says either. Not nothing. Mm-mm. I mean, there may be some like little grain of truth in there somewhere, but it's it's like so little that it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Do you think he really was going to try to deprogram Helena or just take her out completely? I think well, he's going to try to use her for whatever. I don't think he was trying to try to program her for him. him to use, her I think for, deprogram her means take her out. I don't know if he was going to take her out. I, I think. I mean, I, I don't think that he has her best interests at heart, but I also think he would want to find out things about her. He would want right. to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, but no matter how advanced their science is, you still can't autopsy a live brain. You think he would do that? Oh, absolutely. Oh. She's a science experiment. Oh. They're all just science experiments. I absolutely believe he would do that. And she would be the one that he could take out because nobody knows about her. She's off the grid. Everybody else has family and stuff. Right. right? Except the clones know about her. Well, would the clones go to save Helena, though? Like Sarah would. Yeah. Kira loves Auntie Helena. Sarah would. Mm-hmm. I think Sarah probably is the only one that would. I think she could convince the others. I think if Sarah made a strong enough case, I think if anybody could make a strong enough case, it would be Sarah. And she could convince the others. At least Allison, because of Allison's empathy. Well, I don't think Kasim ever had an issue with Helena. She always told Sarah, you know, try to get information out of her, connect with her, you know. She was the one that was excited for Helena. Yeah, but not because she was a person, but because she was another piece of her science puzzle. True. Speaking of Kasima and her science puzzle, let's let's really get into that fight with Delphine. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been waiting to, for Lynette's opinion on this scene. Yeah, especially <laughs> since Lynette was saying how well things were going last episode. Yeah, I, I really wanted to hear your thoughts here. Oh, my God. They didn't go well, did they? Oh. No. No. I just, poor Delphine. I mean, she. I, I don't think she's play acting this. I think she's really good at having her heart stopped on really bad. And uh, it's unfortunate because Seema just lashed out so hard at her. I mean, really hard. <laughs> right. You know? And I understand her anger and her, or her hurt, too. That, oh, my goodness. And I started thinking about this whole show seems to be about consent. Because... Even though they both had a really good connection with each other, they both went into that knowing that they were actually had ulterior motives and agenda they didn't share. And it seems to be just this whole solo show is about, you know, not getting consent. Secret not being, lies and... Yeah, and, and, and kind of like yeah. having relations with people without their consent under false pretenses. And it was just, that's why it fell apart so quick like that, why they just lashed out, because they both lied to each other. Before they jumped into bed, you yeah. know, and even though they, you know, really made a connection and really, you know, I think probably could have be a good couple. The whole premise was, you know, but they were both after something else. So it's like, ouch. Because okay, yeah. that was so mean. Oh, so, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen if Delphine is going to like turn angry, horrible person or, or if they're going to be able to repair this. I'm kind of hoping they will be able to repair it. We'll see, huh? Yeah. What do you guys think? I laugh. When I first saw that scene, because <laughs> I was why, why my, did you laugh? Because 
My thing was, because I wasn't, I didn't trust Delphine at all. That was my thing. And when Delphine came up, said the line, you know, about this can't be a lie, you know, I've never been with a woman before. I thought that was going to hook Kasima back in and make her forget that all the lies and deceit that she did. So when she said that line, yeah, it showed I was happy. It was like, it, it was very harsh. But it was, yes. I was glad she didn't fall for, even though she, Delphine possibly was being honest, you know, what she was saying, but I didn't want her to like just skirt past the, all the lies and stuff. I agree. Yeah, that line, that line was super harsh. That line was so harsh. I was surprised that Cosima could be that nasty the first time I saw it. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah I wasn't either. <laughs> I was. Cosima's supposed to be the nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's a, is there a nice I'm one? I'm sorry, when was Kasima the nice one? <laughs> well, nicer <laughs> than the others. <laughs> I did never get that. I'm not saying Kasima is some, like, raging bitch and we should all hate her or something. I love Kasima, but I never... Well, I, said, I, I, I won't I did, say she was always nice. I said, because she, you know, they always said, you know, she was cheeky, you know, and kind of a smartass. But yeah, I said she, she was, was nicer than, you know, Sarah or... Allison, you know, I I think they're all equally nice and not nice. It just in different ways. Yeah, I didn't think she was any more nice than the rest of them. I was. I don't know. I kind of. Well, I go. Yeah, I kind of thought yeah. she was. I thought she was more well adjusted for sure uh, than the others. And I so I was surprised she kind of hit below the belt with that. And I I, I kind of I felt Delphine was really being honest, really being quite raw and open about this whole thing. So yeah, I was a little surprised. I just wanted to say, I think when Cosima was introduced, I think we did talk about and agree that she was more, she was nicer. I can't remember the word we used, but you know, Allison is freaking out and, and she, she just, she drops the clone word right away. And Cosima's like, ah, oh, I think I would have, you know, brought, you know, been a little more gentle about bringing that up. And we, we did have this conversation about how she seemed ner- more she nurturing. Was, well, she was more chill, but that doesn't necessarily mean she's nice. Well, we, I think the word we use, we use, I think we use like something like chill or relaxed about it because she's our little stoner friend. She probably just smoked a doobie. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. That was nine weeks ago, eight weeks Mm. ago. But yeah, it wasn't. It was like three days ago. Come on, Lynette. I kind of without Janice, I thought we'd agree she was like the more even toned one, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Nicer one. I don't know. Well, even toned as opposed to Allison is not too hard. Yeah. <laughs> True story. True story. True that. Well, do you think Cosima and Delphine will be a couple again, or is that done? I don't think we've seen the last of Delphine, but I don't know if they'll be a couple. Okay. That's scary. You're going to go down with this ship, aren't you? I am. I'm going to go down with that ship. I'm sure they're going to kill Delphine off when we all start really liking her, because She's she's expendable. <laughs> oh, that, that was my other question. Has your opinion of who dies by the end of the season changed any? Mm-mm, no, I still think it's going to be for you. It'll probably be see she's done. She does some great thing to imp- try to impress Cosima and put her life on the line and end up dead over it or something. I watch too much TV. <laughs> I mean, you're really optimistic. I am, aren't I? My, my sister says, I, I've never, she said, you've never seen the glass half full of your life. It's always been half empty. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's just because I like Joss Whedon shows. Yeah, that's right. Can't have hope on a Joss Whedon show. Ew. Ew. 
No, actually, I wrote, like, the first thing I wrote in my notes because they were, I was doing the gross sobbing because Kara was going to be okay and everybody was doing the gross sobbing. And I was like, if I've learned nothing else from Buffy, that it's when the episode starts with gross sobbing, it's not going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is right. It looks like Kira's going to be okay. <laughs> what does it look like me? Well, she's been sedated, but her blood pressure and breathing have stabilized. Her ribs are intact. There's no internal bleeding, no head trauma. I think she's going to be fine. So I was just, I just, like, I was girded the whole time. I was like, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Do you think that Ainsley's going to try to strike back at Allison? I mean, Allison, you know, obviously really went after Ainsley because her paranoia kicked in. And, you know, she's thinking Ainsley's her monitor. Well, yeah, but Angela's just kind of a bitch, and she deserves... Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean she might not try to take revenge. I'm pretty sure she will try to take revenge, because that's the kind of girl she is. Yeah, she's going to do something totally passive and bitchy, though. Like, it's going to be one of those fake things. You don't think Angela's actually upset about the ending of their friendship? No. Well, yes. not, not because yes. she really cares, but because it's it, it, it performs a social function for her yes thank you janice you got that for me i totally agree on that point but i have to say one of my favorite moments was allison yelling because you blow the contractor (laughs) (laughs) it was great (laughs) and then i will have to say i give donnie credit for after that going no you know what this is enough (laughs) everybody out of my house i'm gonna talk to my wife yeah, well, I love that yeah, because he didn't want to. He, he didn't want his number to be called up. No, <laughs> no that's true. <laughs> More he googling was... treatment. Yeah. Yeah, Katrin posted a picture of that Allison rant in the Facebook group. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that you know doesn't translate to a podcast. So if you want to check that out, join the Facebook group. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Katrin posts good stuff, and I will say, okay. So Art goes to the train station. I almost said bus stop. Goes to the train station, looks up, sees the camera from a different angle. Goes and has them pull the tape from the camera he is looking at. And the conductor, or not the conductor, but the audio guy goes, oh, I've never seen it from this angle. So they never saw Sarah run off with uh, Beth's purse before because they were looking at it from a different camera. Oh. Watching that again, that is not Beth. Yeah. Really? Yeah. About, I, I about, agree. About ten minutes after this goes up, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a text message from Katrin. I'm expecting it, girl. That's not Beth. That is not Beth Childs. I don't know who, who it is, but it's not Beth Childs. She really didn't look like Beth. She didn't. She didn't walk like Beth. She didn't stand like Beth. Her hair wasn't like Beth's. She wasn't in Beth's clothing. You're absolutely right. Because they made a point of showing us Beth's clothing, and there was nothing in her wardrobe that looked anything like that. No, there was no skirts like that. There was like maybe two dresses, but yeah, and Beth never wore her hair like that. We've seen a ton of pictures of Beth. Her hair was never in a bun. Mm -mm. That was not Beth Childs. I have to agree. Now, where is Beth? Beth is not dead. Where is she? I'm going to start a whole side cast. (gasps) Oh my God, that means when Beth comes back, Sarah's going to have her boyfriend. Oh my God. That's going to be a kettle of fish. She was never really Beth's boyfriend. He never really loved Beth. No, that's true, but they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, but then we go back to that whole consent thing. Yeah, and Beth maybe and Beth false, liked him. And false pretenses. Yeah, she might have liked him quite a bit, even if he didn't like her all that much. So it could be drama. I can hope for drama. Yes, you can. 
and where Paul is concerned, there probably will be drama. Well, Paul needs a little drama. I'm sorry. He's going into plain bagel territory. Yeah, yeah. He got some cinnamon raisin last time. Maybe a little bit of everything sprinkled on top. But now he's just going back to plain. I know it. It's, he's very, he's very uh, inconsistent. He was. He was moving up. He was going to be getting exciting. Yeah, and now he's just back to being a water bagel. Yes. <laughs> so Paul is the Riley of the show. Well, except so I like Paul. I never really disliked Riley. No, I did dislike Riley. No, I, I disliked Riley. He was a show. I just did a little fool. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't think Riley was good enough for Buffy. Nobody's good enough for Buffy. That's true. That's true. Nobody is good enough for Buffy. Except for maybe Satu, but that's a whole... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so DeAngelis, let's talk about my arch nemesis. Because I feel like there's more to say about her doing all that bullshit trying to get Beth in trouble. Okay, first of all, all, before you get started, I just want to mention that they really did her makeup to make her look really evil this time. They did her (laughs) eyebrows super high this time. (laughs) Did yeah. you see that? I noticed. Super yeah, pointy. Super pointy, which you like, you know? And I was like, yeah, okay. So she, you're trying to make us think she's the bad guy. So why? Because so. she is. She could turn out to be the savior of this whole show. And I'm still going to be like, no, she's the bad guy. Watch. <laughs> she really did enjoy turning, oh. turning Sarah in. Oh, yeah. And that, and that false innocence of... I just can't keep this from you anymore, Commander, type bullshit. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. You might as well be having a parade with Ooh. like a whole drum line and a party and some neon signs and some balloons. Yeah, and then Art comes in and it's like, you know, well, time's up. Yeah, you, you know, should we be under the day, Art. Yeah. yeah. We're getting an arrest warrant for Beth Childs. Lieutenant, Beth's dead. You need a warrant for Sarah Manning. So no one thinks she may just be doing her job? No. <laughs> I like her. No, she's she's not just doing her job because she wants either in Art's pants and she was jealous that Beth had been there <laughs> <laughs> or she wanted Beth's position, which she has now, and she just wants to guarantee that she's going to keep it. I, I think it's more career motivated than anything. I don't think she really is concerned about getting in Art's pants myself. Well, it's always an option. But That's true. That's true. I, and if they think Beth's dead, then she won't have to worry about Beth coming back and taking her position. Right. But yeah, no, she was just out to get Beth because she wanted, my opinion on DeAngelis is she always wanted to be the only female detective. Because then she could be special little snowflake, and she was one of the boys, and blah 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 blah. And Beth was different from her, and she didn't like that. I don't know. I think she's part of another group. <laughs> so we have the Dyad Initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We have we have the Prolethians, and then we have the DeAngelises. <laughs> well, yeah, because she would be like the trio. Okay. DeAngelis, <laughs> Vic, and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Ainsley. And yes. Ainsley. Yes. The trio. Yes. <laughs> Where Vic is obviously Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> obviously Andrew. She would be uh DeAngelis is so Warren. Yeah. Warren, yeah. He's she's definitely Warren. Although so, Vic is small enough, Vic is small enough. Yeah, he could be he could be Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, he could be Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Ainsley being Andrew, 
I could see that because she could totally be like lady crushing on DeAngelis and her power. Well, yeah, cause she and she could be, you know, passive aggressive, you know, and pretty not quite sycophantic enough as like Andrew, but I mean, no one is sycophantic enough like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> He's a classic one. <sighs> now I'm imagining Ainsley and Vic arguing like Andrew and Jonathan. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right? Oh, I, I would love the to Angela, see Ainsley and Vic together. Is just like, yeah, D'Angelo is just like, he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, you guys are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Everything. No, I totally agree. It's like, give me back my magic phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the amount of Buffy in this episode. Well, <laughs> Ashley continues our streak. Whether whether it's on the Dexter cast or whether it's this podcast, we have never had a guest that hasn't seen Buffy. Yay. Which is pretty remarkable, because, like, you know, certainly Dexter and Buffy have, like, nothing in common. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Except for Julie Benz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I should have mentioned, I guess, there are going to be Orphan Black comics coming out early next year. Yeah. And that, I think, has potential to be really interesting. I mean, I'd love to see things like more backstory for Beth. <gasps> that could be where it happens. <laughs> Bob, you just sold me on the idea. Or DeAngelis. Like that. Yeah, that just we saw out of the idea. <laughs> we saw a poster at, at the comic book store so last week. So would we do little mini episodes about the comics? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's something to do between seasons. <laughs> that would be a new concept. Or do they do podcasts about comics? They do. They do. Yeah. So they do podcasts about just about anything. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> they do podcasts about podcasts. So. Yes, they do. I know. I've actually listened to them. <laughs> Well, um, Robin Burge's new podcast about iZombie, they're doing comics before the first episode of the TV series airs. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Nice. Okay, so did anything other else big happen? The moth is manipulating Helena. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed, though, was Tomas was referring to Sarah as she and her instead of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. yeah. He knew at that time he better stop doing that. Yeah. So he switched up his manipulation. Now, do you think Sarah was manipulating Helena as well about saying she feels the connection? Mm, yeah. But I think it was um, like, did she a little mean more it honest. Or? Yeah, I think she meant it too, but I think she was actually using it. She was using it appropriately, but she meant it a bit. No. She was doing the same thing Thomas was. Yeah, I thought she meant it, but I thought she would have said it even if she didn't. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And I was surprised that Thomas was able to overpower Helena and throw her in a cage. I was too. I thought, like, she's way stronger than you. I know she I, is. I saw her yeah, flip I, that guy over and cut off his tail. I mean, I mean, he might be bigger, he might even be stronger, but Helena's a great fighter and a killer. I mean, well, maybe there was a psychological thing because he has kept her down under his thumb. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe a psychological. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's more like a child and a parent, that, you know, having a standoff. And even though the child can maybe overpower the parent, it's, it's probably not going to end up like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, should we do quotes? Guess goes first, Ashley. Mine is of Siobhan when um, she had the shotgun. One of the great things about this country, hunting's not just for the rich. <laughs> yeah. That's a good line. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, of well, course, mine is the one with Delphine and Cosima. <laughs> Delphine says, I've never been with a woman before. He goes, yeah, it showed. <laughs> 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 wow. 
Oh, man. That corrects me every time. Janice? Let's see. Okay, this is Allison and Felix walk into the intervention, and they're wondering who Felix is, and he says, I'm Allison's gay friend, and Allison says, acting coach. And then the minister says, that's perfectly fine here. And Felix goes, which one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I love yeah. that too. <laughs> that was one of my favorites too. I was just like, oh. And then the reverend is totally like, what? <laughs> yep. It's great. Maybe it's not just Ainsley. Maybe they're all monitors. The reverend seems all right. Actually, he's kind of sexy. Liz? Fetch me something gay. Yes. <laughs> yes, I had that one. <laughs> that, that's gay. one of the most famous quotes in the series. That's actually a t-shirt at um, Hot Topic now. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. Fantastic. I got to get it. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Fetch me something gay. Yeah, they got a few um, Hot Topic orphan black shirts there. That's fantastic. Mine is Allison and then Felix in the bathroom. This is all Ainsley. She put them up to this. It's all part of the experiment. Yes, how do clones react when ritually humiliated by friends and loved ones? Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. We have any backups? Only that one where she's screaming, you, you blew <laughs> the roofer at the cabin. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised yeah. that one didn't come up much earlier. <laughs> oh. oh, and okay, what I have is, Paul and Sarah walk into Mrs. S's, or I guess Sarah might already be there, but Paul comes in, and Sarah says to Paul about Mrs. S, she knows everything, and Mrs. S says, well, not everything, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hello, so great. Yeah. And I had one I mentioned before, but Dr. Leakey and then Sarah, they are religious extremists, Prolethians, they call themselves. Right. Neolutionists is much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then I, I will give a little bit of a, a credit. I actually did almost go with it showed. It showed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was your olive branch and you torched it. Huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. Yeah. Right? I don't right? know that she wants to mess with Allison. She got her ass kicked last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd think, but. Okay, so we have uh, favorite clone and favorite non clone. Ashley? Favorite clone, I'm going to give it to Kasima. And favorite non-clone, Siobhan. Lynette? Oh, I've got doubles. It was Delphina Kasima, of course, and Alex, Allison and Felix. Okay. Janice? My favorite clone, well, no, my favorite clone was Kasima because she was just in such pain um, when she realized that Delphine had, had betrayed her. But I liked Felix. I mean, I... I, I often like Felix, but I just thought his scenes with Allison were so great. You know, the, the scene at the apartment and then the, when he walks into the intervention and then he's outside the door and, and she's like, I only want to talk to Felix. And he's like, yes, and walks in. <laughs> I just I just love the stuff he got to do in this episode. Put your chin up. Be a woman. This is backstabbing 101. I cannot go back up there. Of course you can. You're going to face the music, eat some humble pie, hug it out, play possum. Ainsley's going to think she's won, and you are going to live to fight another day. They're really good. Liz? Uh, my favorite, I have, I'm tied for clones between Allison and Sarah, just because I think 
so much happens for them. And I know a lot happened for Helena and Cosima too, but um, I just, I really liked Allison and uh, Sarah this episode. And then I'm tied for favorite non-clone too, because I can't make decisions. And so it's tied between Fee and Siobhan because I just, I love Siobhan so much. I and too. Fee and Fee's look of smug. <laughs> I only want to talk to Felix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my favorites are Allison and Felix for the reasons everybody's been mentioning. But yeah, I thought there were an awful lot of good choices. There were probably, you know, three or four clones and two or three non-clones that could have been picked this episode. All right, let's do ratings and favorite scene. Ashley? Rating, it would be 9.5 out of 10 plot twist. Double plot twist. Very nice. And your favorite scene? Oh, my favorite scene would be tied between the Cosima and Delphine blowout or the Sarah Helena scene. Okay. Lynette? I'm going to give this nine bye babies. And nobody knows what that means, I know. <laughs> but that's it. That's for Delphine. And uh, my favorite scene is going to have to be with Allison in the intervention, because that was just beautiful. <laughs> it's great. Okay, Janice? I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 tender kisses between Cosima and Delphine. And my favorite I'll just go with Mrs. S. I mean, you know, the look on Mrs. S.'s face when she sees Paul. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Liz? Well, my rating is 9 out of 10 looks that Siobhan gave Paul. <laughs> um, and my favorite scene is tied between that and Allison telling off Ainsley at the intervention and Felix's smug little face in the background, so proud of his sister. My rating is 9 out of 10 non-lizard Kiras. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Very good. Lizards regrow limbs. Kasima, Kira's not a lizard. Right. My favorite scene is Allison cleaning Felix's apartment, both for her looks while doing it and Felix's look when he sees the result. Yeah, yes. That was awesome. Okay, so do we have any feedback? Right before feedback, I just wanted to say that we met a new character this week that is a non-clone, and I did not hate her. I forgot to bring that up earlier. Um, we met Amelia, the surrogate for Sarah and Helena, and I did not initially hate her. And also, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody so I can go rest my voice and pass out. So, goodbye. This was a great episode. Ashley, you were fantastic, and I hope to chat with you more about the podcast and about the show. No problem. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Feel better. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, you want me to start reading the feedback? Yeah. Okay. 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 This is Facebook feedback. Katrin says, Yeah, it showed. Wow, Kos, that's cold. That Cosima Delphine scene always makes me very sad. Kira is fine. That's weird. What's up with her? Allison and Felix are so great. I love the intervention. Sarah and Helena are twins. That floored me on first viewing. That explains their connection. Then Bob says, I have a theory on Kira, but I will let others post first. Victor said, nice screenshot. In my opinion, the best single moment of season one, and yet another reason Allison will always be my favorite clone. Lynette said, awesome episode. We see Cosima not be entirely kind. And Simone Poole said, so are we to believe there is some kind of connection between Sarah and Helena? Is Helena subletting from Sarah? 
<laughs> Dan Wilson said, I enjoyed this episode. With shows like Orphan Black, which have strong elements of suspense, intrigue, and mystery, I tend to like the penultimate episode of each season. This is where the simmering tension really reaches a boiling point. Characters who have been in the dark finally start putting pieces together. Dangers that have been in the background become imminent. All that remains are the in inevitable confrontations. And, since another season is coming, a reshuffling of the deck in which we learn which problems are resolved, which are not, and perhaps get at least a hint of new issues on the horizon. But as much as I like the rising tension, my favorite moments were comic relief. I loved Allison cleaning Felix's loft and Fee's appalled reaction. The intervention was also great, and I'm enjoying seeing Felix expand his role from being Sarah's confidant to being Allison's as well, especially because he seems to be helping Allison to nurture her inner badass. We get a glimpse of Max Hedrum's boss, a woman in the shadows, although I suppose it could just be for dramatic effect or a misdirection. For my money, the most obvious reason to hide her in shade is because she is another Tatiana Maslany character. I am guessing not a clone, but the genetic mother of the clones. We shall see. Simone then says, I think the intervention scene is Allison's best from the first season. I love the insults as the music swells and then drops, like an epic mic drop when she lays down the truth on that nitwit Ainsley. She also says, also, look really hard into the window during that call between Leaky and that woman with the bad hair. There's something about her. Also, she's British. We also have some Twitter feedback from Mark Shepard. Sorry to be a bitch here, as if I could be any other way. Allison was delivered to us in a neat little box. Everything she does outside of that box is wildly entertaining. And email from Rookchus. Do we have a doctor in the group that can explain this ultrasound screen to me? First off, it looks fake. The outline of what? Her stomach there? Then it looks like there is something in there also. Plus, in one shot, this outlined thing looks much smaller and flatter than it's big and round. Was it growing back in front of the tech's eyes? Miraculous recovery for Kira. Is this supposed to mean the girl has superpowers or something? She's more than just an intuitive girl? Well, I've given my theory on that already. The Allison cleaning scene is full of little Allison noises. It's also really cute. Oh, Delphine, you still don't know how to kiss a girl. I don't trust Leaky. He wants Helena, but he can't be good for her. Neither is Tomas. Poor thing. What was that religion group name Leaky called Tomas's peeps? Love Allison's in intervention. Not sure why Donnie or Ainsley would do any of this. It gives motive for both being watchers. When Ainsley interrupts the other friend, it makes me think she's just a backstabbing petty woman who wants to be Allison. Donnie kicks everyone out, and I think, yeah, Donnie. Then I wonder, is he the watcher? That went well, I think. Sarah isn't a killer. She can't shoot Helena. It's not just because she looks like her. It's because she can't kill. Not like that. If she had to, for self-defense or to stop someone from hurting Kira in the immediate future, sure. But not in a maybe she will hurt Kira way. I love how it takes telling Helena that Tomas will hurt Kira finally gets her to flip. And Sarah stops Helena from killing him. Still not able to kill or let others do it in front of her. Another clone. Order's coming after Sarah. That will be hard to handle. Not a birth mom, but the woman who gave birth to Sarah. So twin clones? Is this why Kira said she's just like you, mommy? Is this why Sarah is different? Because her cells develop differently 
due to the full split of cells in the twin process, or did they implant too many eggs? Often with in vitro, they implant more than one egg because the odds aren't good that all will survive. This is why many IVF result in multiple births. Still, if Sarah cells mutated or something, wouldn't Helena's? Is the reason Leaky didn't know about Sarah because he knew about Helena and had them all accounted for, even if he lost Helena? Clone in the suit. Is she the one that figured it out and then rose in the ranks of the organization? Clearly she is Leaky's boss. She could be the original, but I still think the original would have to be much older, and I wonder if there is an original, or if they took the best parts of some people to make what they thought the perfect batch would be. Yeah, we've said something very similar. Yeah. So many questions. And finally, as we were recording, we got something in from Matt. Let me find that. Can I just mention something about Kira? Sure. I kind of feel like... Kira really does know, she may not realize it, but she really does sense the connection because when she met Allison, right off the bat, she was like, you're not my mom. And with Helena, when she met Helena, she was like, you're just like my mom. So mm. it's a difference in the way she confronted both characters. And even when she told Sarah, she's like, you know, she looks just like you, mommy, when she was asleep. Mm. She's like, she's just like you. Well, my working theory at the time was that Kira knows everything. And if there are any decisions that ever have to be made, they should let Kira make them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel the same <laughs> way. I still feel that way. And we have feedback from Matt. So, clone dance partiers, why do you believe Delphine says Cosima is in danger? I want, nay, demand theories. Kira must have mutant healing powers. She was hit by a car and is home the next day. She also has acute awareness of who Helena is. Apologies to Cosima, but... Whatever is unique about Kira appears to go beyond stem cells. Sarah and Helena share the same birth mother, a woman from Cape Town. I don't know why, but I was surprised when I learned the clones had actual mothers. For some reason, I half expected them to have been incubated in tubes. Cosima has a theory that the Dyad Institute actually cares about its clones. But do they? Yes, they assign monitors to report on the clones' well-being. But how much of that is concerned for the clones as people? versus concern for intellectual property. What do you think Dyad's endgame is? I hope it's not clones equal spare body parts like the flick the island. Art was also in this episode. Uh, Matt is not a fan of art. <laughs> I like this one. The Kira accident plot could have been milked for easy drama, but that was basically a blip in the series as we quickly moved on to better stuff. Clone origin stories. Also, we had more great Allison and Felix comedy, which is always fun. 8 out of 10 crazy-haired blonde foxes caged in Prolethean boxes. Oh, thank you, Matt, and thanks, everybody, for the feedback. Ashley, do you want to tell us again about where you can be found? And please mention your group, because I think our listeners would definitely be interested in that. Oh, okay. I just started a YouTube channel, YouTube slash user slash Ashley92490. That's Ashley with two E's. And when Orphan Black for season three come around I'll be doing reaction videos and recaps of the series and everything oh great I'm an a um, admin for a Facebook group we're the biggest you know Orphan Black Facebook group called Orphan Black Clone Club Clone Club is in parentheses and we also have um, we do a lot of things you know just post random stuff and it's all fun and then we even do like spoiler lounges so people don't get spoiled as the show is airing during airing time and we also have three spinoff um, groups called Orphan Black Clone Club, The After Hour, Orphan Who, for um, Orphan Black and Doctor Who fans, and also Friends of Felix, Tony, and Kasima, which is for, you know, for, like, LGBT community. 
And anybody can join any of these groups. Except newbies should avoid them. Yeah, them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. Well, ack. Excuse me, did you just say fuck? No, I said ack. (laughs) Bob, Bob, you never say that word. My my iPad flipped to another page. (laughs) Join us next time for the season one finale, Endless Forms Most Beautiful. And until then, remember, would you trust Dr. Leakey? Bye. 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 Allison, the pills and the drinking, it has to stop. I don't think you know how hard this has been for me. The constant criticism, the abuse. You, You can be specific, Donnie. You hit me with a golf club. You burned my chest with hot glue. It still hurts in the shower, Allison. This is all Ainsley. She put them up to this. It's all part of the experiment. Yes. How do clones react when ritually humiliated by friends and loved ones? Fascinating. I know you mean well. I know you mean it's just... I know, I know. I'm in the way. Yeah. I just can't help but feel like it's my daughter in there. You should... Go home, you should get some sleep. I can't go home, Felix. I I assaulted my monitor. I mean, he had black bags like Sarah and carted off to God knows where. Right. Use my place then. Thank you. I'll call you if we hear anything. Sarah, you were right. I was wrong. Okay, what have you done with Cosima? Because this definitely isn't her. Don't you worry about Elena. Felix, I'm a prior. I can't go back there alone. I need you to be my wingman. Are you bloody serious? Please. I need to change. Fetch me something gay.